Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I will be delivering you one MLB best bet, one spread pick for the Dolphins against the Bengals, as well as two player props, both in the NFL, because the MLB player prop side isn't as juicy as I might like it, and I'd rather just play two props that I'm very confident in in the NFL side. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday, because yesterday was freaking awesome, people, especially on the game pick side. We needed a day like that going 2-0, which brings us up to 40 units on the season. We won on the Brewers' first five, and we won on that Twins-White Sox over 7.5. But on the prop side, Goldschmidt did go under 6.5 fantasy, but Ryan Mountcastle basically struck out every single time, and Manny Machado had a great day at the plate, but the Padres never got anybody on base besides him. So on the prop side, not as good. Game picks, much better. And today, let's be great on all facets. Our regular season record is 216 and 177, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 40.19 units in the MLB. On the NFL side, we are 19, 8, and 1, currently up 10.5 units. We're going to start with baseball, then move to football because it's a holiday. Tampa Bay Rays versus the Cleveland Guardians at 7.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Jeffrey Springs, a lefty for the Rays, who's 9-4 with a 2.56 ERA and a 1-1-0 whip. Taking on Cal Quantrill. Righty for the Guardians, 14-5 and of the 3-4-9 ERA and a 1-2-4 whip. We head to Cleveland for the third and final game of a three-game set. If you're a consistent listener or reader of my column on JustBaseball.com, first of all, thank you. Secondly, you know where I'm going with this one, but let me explain why. The last two games have been extra inning thrillers. Both teams came out with a win, but the Rays' bullpen has been used extensively. In both of these games, the starter has not pitched more than four innings, so this Rays bullpen has had to throw everyone they have in both games. If this game is close in the end, I give the Guardians bullpen the edge here, especially with home field advantage. The Guardians have not been very strong against left-handed pitchers this year. They rank third to last in OPS against Southpaws over the full season, but I don't think that's the proper way to judge this offense at the current moment. They'll face off against Jeffrey Springs, who has been fantastic over the full season but hasn't been quite as sharp in his last two starts. He's allowed seven earned runs in the previous ten and two-thirds innings against the Rangers and the Blue Jays, both above-average offenses against lefties. Since the month of September began, the Rangers have a 103 WRC plus and the Blue Jays have a 121 WRC plus against lefties. In this sample, the Guardians have a 105 WRC plus, so they are keeping pace with above average offenses against Southpaws. They've also seen springs before. Back on July 29th, they scored three runs in five innings against them in a game they won 4 to 1. This is not a bad offense against lefties, especially lately. In the last two weeks, the Guardians have a 120 WRC plus against lefties. Basically means they are 20% above league average in park-adjusted WRC+. The Rays will have to deal with Cal Quantrill. 
In the month of September, the Rays have a 90 WRC plus against righties, which ranks 24th in baseball during the month. If we shorten that sample the last two weeks, they are rocking a 92 WRC plus. The Guardians have the edge on offense here, and they also have the edge on the mound. From at Klee underscore stats, Cleveland stats on Twitter, Cleveland pitcher Cal Quantrill's made 34 consecutive home starts without a single loss. This is the second longest streak between home losses in MLB history behind Kenny Rogers from 1997 to 2000. Cal Quantrill's last home start loss came as a Padre on September 9th, 2019. There is only one play here and one play only. Quantrill gets the leg up at home, but if you blindly bet Guardians money line through Cal's 30 starts this year, you'd be 20 and 10. If you start tailing in July, you'd be 14 and 2. I'm not about to stop now, especially when I can get it at plus money. The pick, Cleveland Guardians money line plus 100. That's one unit to win one unit. Let's get into NFL talk. We have the Bengals facing off against the Dolphins. It will be at Cincinnati. And currently, as we speak right now, the spread is at minus three and a half. And the over under is around 47 and a half, maybe 48 in some places or 47. Not really sure, but I won't be playing the total. So I don't really care. I care about the spread. This seems like a classic to, for lack of a better word, because I don't really like this kind of word, but it is a Joe's versus Sharps kind of play. Right now, we see more of the tickets on the Dolphins, but a lot of the money is on the Bengals, and the line opened initially at one and a half, and has since moved up to around three and a half, some places four, but really it's settled around three and a half, uh, with the uncertainty surrounding Tua Tagovailoa, who is the quarterback, of course, for the Miami Dolphins. This just seems like a game that even if Tua was completely healthy, this is just a really bad spot for the Dolphins. They have played two really, really tough games, especially last week against the Bills in the heat, and now they have to turn around on the road to face a Bengals team that doesn't really match up with the Dolphins all that well. The Dolphins in particular, they have been pretty solid against the run this year, but against the pass, not as much. Um, according to Action Network, they the Dolphins have a pass funnel defense that ranks 29th against the pass and 7th against the run. And we know how much the Bengals like to throw the ball, especially with all those weapons and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and even Joe Mixon out of the backfield who's gotten a ton of targets, and we'll be talking about him in a little bit. But the Dolphins just don't match up here very well against, against this Bengals team. They play a lot of blitz and Joe Burrow is one of the NFL's best quarterbacks against the blitz so you're telling me I have a banged up Dolphins team who hasn't been very good against the past who likes to blitz a lot plays a lot of man against high explosive wide receivers like Jamar Chase like T Higgins and Joe Burrow who is also extremely good against the blitz and they'll be at home this feels like a classic letdown spot here for the for the Dolphins and historically, 3-0 and teams against the spread playing in Week 4 are 40% against the spread. This feels like the Bengals spot, especially because we also have some weird news coming out of the University of Cincinnati, where apparently some people were filming the Dolphins' walkthroughs. They were filming their plays. I don't know how much that really factors into the spread, but I think it's important to note that it's possible that the Bengals will have a leg up on the play calling, especially on a short week coming off playing in the heat. Give me the Bengals minus three and a half. This is my favorite play. Well, my favorite play is, of course, the Guardians. I'll be playing them both for a unit, but we know where my heart lays. Let's get into the player prop side because one is 
on the Bengals side and one is on the Dolphins side. The first one is the Bengals. I want to take Joe Mixon over 18 and a half receiving yards. On books, you're mostly going to find it at 20 and a half, 21 and a half. So I'm getting great value on prize picks. So make sure you use our code just baseball or code just gridiron if you want a 100% full deposit match instantly up to $100. I like Joe Mixon a lot here in the receiving game. I think Joe Burrow, especially on a Thursday night football game, he might have some dump offs here. But even if he doesn't rely on running backs as much, this is just too low for a guy who's seen an incredible target share. There are five running backs in the NFL currently with over six targets per game. Joe Mixon is one of those. Even if he only pulls in three, especially against this bad pass defense with Xavion Howard injured, I just really like Joe Mixon to come out of the backfield and go over 18 and a half receiving yards. But on the other side, I also like Raheem Mostert over seven and a half receiving yards. Raheem Mostert is the backup running back for the Miami Dolphins really behind Chase Edmonds, and Chase Edmonds should get a lot of play here, but I do feel like with the uncertainty at quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa should play, but I feel like some more consistent dump-offs may be in order here, especially I think it's pretty interesting that DJ Reader is out, and he's one of the best interior defensive linemen in football. I think that'll leave the middle of the field open for a couple of dump-offs, and I do find it very interesting that Mostert has every single time that he's caught a ball this year, he's gone over seven and a half receiving yards over the full game. The last game, he had two targets but didn't end up pulling one in. I feel like if he has at least two to three targets, he will get one catch and that will go over our seven and a half. This is just too low of a number for a guy that also has a higher rushing prop than Chase Edmonds in this game. If they're planning on using Raheem Mostert, out of the backfield, I do think that he will be in line for at least a couple of catches. And if you give me two catches, he's going far over seven and a half. But I also believe that with his explosiveness, he could go over this with just one catch. So to recap, I will be on the Guardians money line. I will be on the Bengals minus three and a half. And I will be on Joe Mixon over 18 and a half receiving yards, as well as Raheem Mostert over seven and a half receiving yards. That'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Stay tuned for our Friday episode. Of course, we'll all be doing my MLB best bets, but we will also have NFL picks. We are welcoming on Taking the Points. JJ, who you can find him on Twitter, as well as, again, Jack Settleman, who came on last week, delivered us some winners. We're going to keep on rolling, people. Remember, if you are enjoying this, I would love if you could rate the show five stars. I try my best to give you guys winners all for free, and all I ask is that you either get yourself some Just Baseball merch or you give us a five-star review. That's completely free. Just takes one click, and it really helps out the show. It allows me to keep giving you all this free content. Thank you guys again for listening, but we have to remember that it is not gambling advice.